0: The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Neil Clinic Chiropractor.
1: morning Pensacola. Thank you everybody for tuning in this morning. My name is Dr. Ben McMillan and I am a chiropractor as well as the owner of the Neal Clinic. We're located over on Creighton Road right across the street from the Walmart and I'm here this morning to talk to you about how chiropractic healthcare can affect your life. If you've never been to a chiropractor, if you're curious about it, if you've been and you've got questions, listen up I've got some interesting stuff to talk to you about this morning. If you are tuned in and listening and you've got questions, send your questions in. Jake and I will discuss your questions live on the air this morning. What's the number they send those into? to? That'll be 437-1620. Yeah, that's always a fun way to, uh, I don't know, participate with you guys. I love getting questions from patients. I, I actually encourage it. I'm a big believer in, in patient education. And it's not just because that's something I, I feel is important. It is. But it's because the research has actually shown that the more patients are educated on their healthcare, on their condition, whether that's you know your heart condition or back pain or neck pain, if you learn more about it, your outcomes are actually better. They've researched it. They've studied it. This is not something I just waste time doing. This is something that I wholeheartedly believe in because it's backed by research. If you've got a question and you're listening this morning, find out some more about it. Uh, Text me. We'll talk about your questions today. So what is it that I want to talk about today? What did I bring into the show this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel to talk about? We're going to be talking a little bit about procrastination. Jake, are are you a procrastinator?
0: Yeah, oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm a serial procrastinator. But I, sometimes I do my best work in that that 12, you know, that drive under
1: pressure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, I mean as much as you're doing on that board over there. wheeling You guys <laughs> should see this thing he's got to handle just yeah. to get my show What's up here. What's the podcast? The
0: podcasting is really the challenge to podcast while we're doing the show. It's quite challenging.
1: So. Yeah, he's he's over there wheeling and dealing. All I have to do is come up here and talk. I've got the easy part of this. Yeah. But procrastinating You know, most, if not all of us are guilty of doing this, myself included, but I want to talk for a few minutes about how that really relates to your healthcare and more specifically chiropractic care. And no, I don't have the cure for procrastination through chiropractic adjustments. That's not what we're going to be talking about. I wish, I wish that was it, that all you had to do to, you know, stop procrastinating in your life is come in, get adjusted, no more procrastination. That would be awesome. But that's not what we're talking about. The reason I want to talk about this is to hopefully reach somebody this morning that's listening or maybe somebody that's listening that you know somebody that's in pain. Somebody that's been in pain for days, weeks, uh, months, God forbid, years now. If that's you and you're listening or that's somebody that, you know, your spouse, your loved one, listen up for the next few minutes because this stuff is important. If you've been dealing with back pain, delaying your treatment will lead to negative consequences. And they're both physical and, you know, physiological consequences to these uh, decisions you're making to just keep kicking that can down the road. First of all, there is a reason your back is in pain. There's an underlying cause that's resulting in these symptoms you're experiencing. And, you know... Trust me on this one, that underlying cause is not a lack of ibuprofen in your bloodstream. That's not causing your back to hurt. That pain is your body's way of telling you that something is going on, something's wrong. Whether that's a joint dysfunction in your, your lumbar spine or your neck, your cervical spine, whether it's a disc herniation, whether you've just got you know osteoarthritis, that wear and tear arthritis, that's just being inflamed by something you're doing the point I'm trying to make is there is something that's causing these nerves to send impulses to your brain that's resulting in you experiencing that pain and discomfort. And again, it's not a lack of medication in your bloodstream. That's not what's causing this stuff. And if you continually put this off day after day and week after week, there will be further consequences for that decision. First of all, it's just going to take longer for these patients to heal. You know, instead of being tra- treated within the first few days of those symptoms, if you let that stuff linger on and on, it's going to make your road to recovery that much longer. And not only that, you've just spent more of your time, more of your life in pain, right? Like if we've got that pie chart and I say, Jake, you know, I, I want you to show me a percentage of your life you want to spend in pain. You know, just draw it on the- on that pie chart. I imagine it's going to be a very, very small piece of that pie, right? Yes. Why would you do anything that's going to make that piece of pie larger? Why would you just keep putting this off? Stop doing that stuff. You know, that's that's the first thing. It's going to take you longer, and you're going to spend more of your life in pain. The next thing that I start to see are these you what we call compensatory mechanisms. These are things that you'll start to do, usually unknowingly at first, Right you're just going to start to adapt these behaviors and these movements to avoid the pain that you're experiencing. Uh, And it's, it's easy things at first, something like shifting your weight to one side while you're sitting or standing, because, you know, when you're standing with weight on both feet, it causes more discomfort or maybe sitting in an unusual posture, right? Maybe you have to hunch forward a little bit, or you, you do these things that are pain avoiding positions. Uh, Over time, these compensatory mechanisms are going to result in further complications. We're creating these muscle imbalances that you're going to end up putting more stress on joints on one side of your body compared to the other. And then it's just a matter of time before that back pain is now also causing knee pain and hip pain to hurt on one side versus the other. You know, people often, I I laugh sometimes when people come in and they say, oh, that's just my bad knee or, you know, oh, I've got a bad shoulder on one side I had this happen years ago, never really did anything about like, why do you have a bad, you weren't born that way, this, this happened, get something done about this stuff. I see this all the time, uh, you know, people with shoulder pain, maybe it hurts to reach up and grab something. They're going to start to, you know, bend or hike their shoulders way up to try and make up for that loss of motion in their affected shoulder. And that's going to end up putting more strain on these small muscle groups in your, your rotator cuff that really aren't intended to be used that way. And can lead to these rotator cuff lesions or tears down the road. Again, don't wait until that starts to happen to you. If you know right now that you have to avoid a certain movement or a certain position because it causes pain, then you need to call your chiropractor. Chiropractors are musculoskeletal experts. We're the non-surgical interventions uh, and conservative care experts for these kind of conditions. Stop just delaying that stuff. Call them today. That's going to be something that you could do that takes very little effort. Schedule an appointment. Find some free time and go in and get that done. Stop putting it off because, again, you're, this happens to everybody. You're not the exception to the rule there. You're going to try and do things to avoid pain. It's going to lead to further symptoms down the road. So just do yourself a favor and stop doing that stuff.
0: You're listening to News Radio 923, Informative, Local, Dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert <laughs> Panel. If you have questions for Ben McMillan today, go ahead and send them on in. 437 1620, call or text. If you want to call, we'll go ahead and put you on the air and we'll answer your questions live on the air. Uh, again, you're listening to Neil Klinik. The uh, owner, Ben McMillan, is in the studio with us this morning. Uh, if you have your questions, 437 1620. Thanks for joining us this morning. We had a listener
1: text in about. Um Doctor prescribing therapeutic massage. Uh, Absolutely, yes. Massage and chiropractic care kind of go hand in hand. We work on the muscles and the joints uh, all together. We do that. That's kind of a step one in chiropractic care, right? Everybody thinks of the chiropractic joint adjustment, the spinal manipulations. That's kind of the bread and butter of the chiropractic world. But we also do some soft tissue work. And when we talk about soft tissues, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, muscles, ligaments, tendons, things like that that can also become sore that are attached to those joints and start to pull on them and will get some joint dysfunction if those muscles are too tight on one side more than the other. They'll restrict motion. Um, And how does massage therapy fit into this? I don't have time to spend an hour treating all of the muscles in your body. That's where the massage therapy and specifically therapeutic massage comes into play. Now, when we talk about therapeutic massage, what I really mean is, you know, some people come in and they have this vision of a massage and they're going to be in this spa setting and they're going to take a nap while the masseuse kind of works on their body. That's not really therapeutic massage. This is borderline uncomfortable. Those knots, those areas that are really sore when the masseuse gets to them, those are the areas that really need to be worked on. This is not something you're going to fall asleep during. You'll probably be a little sore the day after this. And you really need about an hour, if not 90 minutes, to really be effective with this massage therapy. That's something that, again, we should be doing on a routine or regular basis is working on our muscles, stretching, exercising. Making sure that our bodies are moving in an optimal way is just basic body maintenance. And massage therapy works really, really well hand-in-hand with that. Some people's insurance actually covers massage therapy. That's another really... um, huge benefit to some insurance policies, you know, does everybody qualify for that? No, but, uh, and not every policy covers it, but if your policy does, and that's something you can benefit for, I absolutely recommend and do prescribe massage therapy through insurance or non-build. Um, we've got a great massage therapist that works, uh, at the Neal Clinic. And then he's also got a business that's not located far away from us that we'll send patients to if their, you know, insurance coverage is not available, Uh, For massage therapy, he's got his own clinic that he can treat you at as well. Again, that's something that I definitely recommend all the time. Uh, would uh,
0: would deep tissue massage be considered therapeutic? Yeah, that's kind all of right.
1: what, more what... Um, there's a lot of different names, myofascial mm-hmm. release. Um, there, there's several different techniques that will all fall under therapeutic massage. But the one that it's not, like if you see a commercial for a spa and that person's got that smile on their face, their eyes are closed, they're kind of almost asleep, mm-hmm. that's not going to be your experience. It's you know, your Swedish eyes shit. might be closed, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know you're gonna be a little achy you're gonna be sore it it shouldn't hurt you know if you're in pain and you know you have tears coming down your eyes that's probably too much pressure but it's going to be a little uncomfortable at times working through some of those
0: tight muscles those are the
1: ones that really need the work
0: yeah the the sweetest uh, i've gotten massages my pretty much uh, most of my adult life because being a drummer from a young age Um, you know, I would come off the road and, you know, just my body would be in knots and I would be in so much pain. So I figured out that the deep tissue is definitely like if you need therapeutic response if you need your body to you know to be worked on you are going to definitely be sore the next day and you you are not gonna it's not a relaxation thing like a swedish massage like if you're just stressed out and you just need a break and you just want to relax and rest then a swedish massage is really relaxing but i always i always get those deep tissue massages yeah that and that's typically what the insurance kind of uh, coverage is more
1: for Mm -hmm. and again like jake
0: said they're a great tool to help Take care of yeah. your body, body yeah. maintenance. Keep your questions coming in, 437 1620. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.
1: Yeah, we had another person um, send in a message about can chiropractic care help with osteoarthritis and inflammation? This is a great question. This is, uh, again, almost exactly like what I was going to talk about today. So, first of all, osteoarthritis is that wear and tear arthritis. Uh, Everybody's going to get it. We're humans on planet Earth. We fight this thing called gravity every day. Our cartilage wears out the older we get. And that's kind of how osteoarthritis develops. Now, if everybody gets it, why do some people get it really bad and others don't? There's a few things that come into effect with this the injuries you've had over your over your lifetime did you play high school football and you were just you know getting beat up every day did you were you in car accidents several car accidents did you fall off a ladder like what kind of injuries did your body sustain did you get treatment after those injuries how did you take care of your body that's going to really determine how bad that osteoarthritis is what did you do for work you know were you working uh, construction and having to bend and lift heavy things over and over every day for 30 years? Or, you know, were you uh, a yoga instructor for the last 20 years? Those types of, um, you know, those two situations and scenarios will have significantly different osteoarthritic, osteoarthritic uh, results over the long term. Osteoarthritis also doesn't necessarily hurt. Uh, you know, it builds up slowly over time, but it's not always painful. The people with osteoarthritis will say, sometimes my back hurts when I do this, but it's not always there. And that's where this person, rightly so, texted in about inflammation. Treating inflammation is one of the big things that I, again, I like to educate our patients on, because if we can reduce that inflammatory response in and around that osteoarthritis, that's really one of the keys to helping reduce the discomfort and the symptoms that it can cause. There's nothing that chiropractic care can do to undo osteoarthritis once it's set in. Kind of the goal of maintenance chiropractic care is to reduce the rate at which it progresses. We can slow that down to make sure that your joints are moving, to make sure that they're moving the right way and that we're not putting stress on joints in areas where it shouldn't be. When we do that in our joints, that's where our bones are going to lay down more bone tissue and we're going to get things like bone spurs. You're not going to see the word bone spur written on your radiology report, right? If you've been told you have osteoarthritis, that's probably because you've had an x-ray. If you read that radiology report, nowhere on there are you going to find the word bone spur. You're going to see things like osteophytes, spondylophytes, spondylosis, things like that, which are all just really fancy words that radiologists use that mean bone spurs, but they're talking about where they are, how they formed. They mean a little bit more in the medical world, but essentially that's what we're talking about. And reducing that inflammatory response, there's a few things that we can do. I'm a big believer in using ice packs. I have really, really good clay ice packs. They're clay on the inside, fabric on the outside. That's one thing that I I recommend to all of our patients. I send every single one of my new patients home with an ice pack. We talk about how to use them 10 to 15 minutes on, at least 30 minutes off, to help reduce that inflammatory response. It's going to get cold this weekend. And I get the question ice versus heat a lot, especially when it comes to this inflammatory response. You know, ah, oh, it's you know 30 degrees outside. I really don't feel like going to the freezer, Dr. McMillan, and grabbing that ice pack. I've got this nice heating pad though. Can I use it? When it comes to inflammation, it's got the word flame in it. You don't really want to heat that stuff up. Heat is actually one of the signs of inflammation, right? When we talk about inflammation, how do we know it's inflamed? There's some swelling. Maybe there's some redness. It's actually warmer than the surrounding tissues. That's one of the signs of inflammation, and heating it up is not what we want to do. We want to use those ice packs. That will really help decrease your body's natural inflammatory response, Uh, and that really helps. My patients love these ice packs. They don't freeze rock solid. If you just want to come by the clinic one day and pick up an ice pack or buy an ice pack. We've got all different shapes and sizes. Um, they, they're the best ice packs out there. You're not going to find a better one. I went through tons of vendors before we landed on these specific ones. So that's a great question. Can chiropractic care help with this osteoarthritis? Other things people will do to help with that, you know, uh, and I see this a lot, is that they're taking these NSAIDs, these non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, uh, they're, or they're taking like uh, acetaminophen, you know tylenol is a pain reliever and if you started out taking one to two of those medications a day now you're taking four or six you've not only built this dependency on them where you feel like you have to take them every day but you also have built up a tolerance to them and if you read the back of the bottle on this tylenol on this acetaminophen it says stop use and ask a doctor if and then there's a few things that it has but one of them it says if that pain lasts more than seven days." You really shouldn't use these medications for long term. If your pain's still there and you've taken it for more than seven days, you need to stop and contact your doctor. Call your chiropractor. Do something else because these things can have more side effects, especially if you're taking them for that duration and in those quantities. Same thing with the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, right? I've got osteoarthritis. I've got inflammation. I should just be taking an NSAID, right? No. That ibuprofen, which is Advil, it can cause a lot of side effects. And same thing, it's not really supposed to be taken for more than 10 days. Uh, That's the one that can cause really bad stomach issues. I think on the back of the bottle it says severe stomach bleeding. Uh, Mm. That's a big one.
0: Yeah, when you read the words uh, severe stomach bleeding, that kind of gets your attention there. Um, if we're getting your attention this morning, let us know, 437-1620. We've got a lot of questions coming in. Go ahead and get them texted in or call us before it's too late. We're talking with Ben McMillan here on uh, the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. Uh, ben is the owner of the Neal Clinic. Um, yeah, I, I've got questions, too. Like, I had so many questions I wanted to ask, but we've got so many listener questions. I want to definitely get to those.
1: Right, Write them down, Jake. I'll, okay. I'll talk about your questions, too. All right. Uh, somebody message in. Can I purchase an affordable, is this TMS?
0: That's what they said, yes. Like a,
1: could be a TENS machine or maybe a laser machine. I'm not sure which one they're referring Mm. to. One like you use. It's amazing and they want one at home. Okay. A few different things um, to talk about. We use two main therapies at our clinic. We use an electrical stimulation therapy that uses an interferential current. What we're doing is we're using an electric current to help stimulate blood flow to the area where we put these four pads on your back. The current passes through your body, and it's bringing in some blood flow to help reduce that inflammation. Now, the machines that we have at the clinic all require a medical license to buy. But one thing that is very similar um, that you can get at home is something called a TENS unit. Uh, These things are small. They're about the size of your cell phone. They're battery-powered. They make some that use AA batteries. They make some that are rechargeable that you just plug into a USB port. And what they do is they're kind of like an electronic Advil. What they're designed to do is scramble the pain signal from where you're having the discomfort back up to your brain. So you're not having as much pain while they're using it. It doesn't have all the side effects like taking the Tylenol. You can use these things for days at a time without any side effects. Uh, Not continuously 24 hours, but you can't. There's none of the limits like, hey, only use this for seven days. That's something that you can definitely get off Amazon at Walgreens or Walmart. Lots of places sell like a TENS unit. That's one thing you can do. The other therapy that we use all the time and get great results with at the clinic is our class 4 laser. Unfortunately, no, you can't get one like that at home. Uh, again, you have to have a medical license. You have to register these things with the state. They're really powerful medical devices that um, you know require training to be used. What you can get, uh, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily the most affordable thing. They're still relatively expensive, and they're not nearly as powerful, but they are effective, especially if you have it at home and can use it a lot more frequently, are lower-powered lasers, just those red light therapies. Uh, it's really popular right now. Have you seen any of like the red light room therapies at all, Jake? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, That's, again, an up-and-coming thing because more mm-hmm. and more... Uh, businesses more and more healthcare practitioners are realizing the power of these really strong red lights and this red light therapy they've discovered these wavelengths of light that will help our body heal faster they stimulate the mitochondria to create more energy for cellular metabolism which is how our bodies heal right if our cells have more energy and we bring more oxygen to that area in order for the mitochondria to produce that energy you're going to heal faster than if you didn't have as much energy. I mean, it's, it's a pretty simple concept, but that concept is what allows the therapy to be so versatile because if your ligament in your knee needs to heal faster and you give that area more energy, well, wouldn't the same thing apply to the discs in your lower back? Absolutely, yes. It's, our entire body uses ATP for energy. That's a molecular structure that is universal in our body. And that's really what we're trying to do with the laser therapy is stimulate more energy to be made in the area we apply the therapies. Now, with the lasers we use, there's different protocols and programs because you need a lot less power if it's, you know, your pinky we're working on versus the disc herniation in your lumbar spine. And that's where the cost is coming in because the different therapies require a different strength of the laser to penetrate through your skin, as well as the timing. There's a lot of different factors that go into it how quickly um, or how pulsed the laser is, kind of like flipping a light switch on and off. We can use more power if we flip that light on and off really quickly than if it's just on continuously because the laser is so strong, the heat can build up faster. That's why these things are so expensive, is it takes a lot of programming and uh, you know engineering to design them to do that. But the ones we have at the clinic, this Sumis Horizon laser is the best one on the market. We get great results with this thing, And our patients absolutely love it because of how much better they feel when they get up off of the table. We had a few more questions come in. I'm going to take these home with me. Uh, I'll bring them back next time, and we'll talk about them on the air. I really appreciate everybody that sent in questions this morning. Uh, It's always great to talk with you guys uh, through, through the radio, I suppose. And uh, Jake, I really appreciate you having me on the air again today.
0: It's always fun having you here. There's so so much, so many questions I have to ask because uh, I've I've been through chiropractic care a lot in my life. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask uh, is this new video, you know this viral video going around of people getting the deep decompression pulls. Mm-hmm. You know, those are kind of scary watching them, but uh, I've had that done. So I Ooh, wanted to talk okay. about that next time. But that's yeah, kind of a right. viral video going around people doing that. We'll so. talk about uh We'll do an episode of Jake's Questions. We'll
1: put some of those <laughs> together. I appreciate you having me on. Again, my name is Dr. Ben McMillan. Our phone number is 850-479-2700. Give my clinic a call if you want my opinion on how to stop your pain. And uh, visit them at neoclinic.com. Thank you. We'll be right back.